0: Welcome to episode 32 of the Barbells and Briefcases podcast. My name is Nick Saka, and I have a solo episode today. Um, I tried recording this episode last week, but had um, I went all 32 minutes. So I was dropping some fire, hopefully dropping some value, and and there was an error <laughs> in the in the recording. And so I'm back at it again. I'm hoping to drop just as much fire as I did last week. So <laughs> so with that with that being said, here we go. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you. First and foremost, uh, we created this brand. We created this podcast with the main goal of adding value and helping you guys uh, with your goals as they relate to fitness, business, um, and life as a whole. And so we don't, a disclaimer, You disclaimer, know, we don't claim to know all the answers. We're going through this journey just as you guys are. And the things that we're, lo- we're learning, we hope to share it uh, and hope, hopefully that, that it adds value uh, to your guys' journey as well. So without further ado, what I'm gonna talk about today are three things that you should do before going into business. Um, these are three things that helped me tremendously in my business, and a little bit of a backstory. If you don't know who I am, um, I, I, was, uh, I was finishing school. It took me about seven years to get my degree in business management, and uh, as I was doing that, I was working in the corporate world at, uh, at a bank. And I was moving on up the corporate ladder, decided to quit. I left that um, and, and, you know, for 90 days, I really, for, for about three months, I really struggled. Um, I was working with another company for, uh, for that time and, and I was really struggling. <laughs> but um, during that time, I, I, I found myself, uh, I know I always knew I wanted to run businesses and, um, and I found myself opening up my very own insurance agency about nine, 90 days later um, from, that, from leaving the bank. And so what I would say is during that time um, um, I, I just I learned a lot and, and these these things that I'm gonna go share with you guys today um, there are three things that that I had ready um, before ever opening a business and, and they helped me tremendously and so um, so I'm hoping that you guys will, uh, grasp some of this information. Um, I would take some notes, um, or, or just, you know, if you have any other deeper questions, you know, you guys can just reach out to me, um, on Instagram at an exclusive or on Facebook at Nicholas Saka. Um, so three things that you should do before getting into business. Um, and these aren't things, things aren't, aren't only things that you should do before getting into business, but they should be also be never ending. And so, um, the first, the first one is, uh, having a self-awareness as far as what it is you want to do before going into that business um and then also having the self-development so meaning you built your inner man or woman before you ever uh you were fully prepared for this business venture before you ever even got into that role and what i mean by that is is a shit ton of self-development you know, And that's learning your industry and a, and, a, and a crap ton of learning about sales and a crap ton about learning about leadership and things like that. Um, so the first thing, self-awareness. You had better love what you do because as soon as the going gets tough, if you don't really have a true passion for what it is that you're going to be doing, um, you're going to quit. You're going to quit as soon as it gets hard. And so the first part is self, self-awareness. Do you love what you do? do you, have you tried enough things to figure out that this is what I enjoy doing? This is what I'm going to stick to. Come hell or hot water, I'm going to stick through this. I'm burning, I'm burning the boats. Um, I'm going to make this work no matter what. And so ask yourself, is this an industry? Is this something um, that, you're, that you're interested in? And, and if it's not, then you need to keep on trying things to be able to figure that out. The second piece to this first component of what I'm going over, the, the you need to have your self development ready. Let me explain. Um, before I, you know, when I was working for other companies and I was in the I was in my banking career and um, and I was delivering pizzas at Papa John's and I was working at Subway. One thing that I always did, I was always self developing myself. And and what do you mean by that, Nick? What I mean by that is, who who are your mentors? Like who who do you admire in life? who what are, are you sharpening your skills before you're ever put in those positions to use those skills and so one of the things that I always did was I was always buying success magazine and when I didn't have money I would steal the cds that came with that magazine like if you ever uh, uh, played video games back in the day they used to have the magazines that used to have the demos um, inside of them you know this is before you know, now obviously you can just download a demo or a <laughs> or a beta of a game um, straight off the console. But but before that, there used to be demos, and and, and as kids, we used to steal them. It <laughs> ain't the coolest shit I ever did, but we used to steal them out out the the magazines, take them home, and and play uh, Madden with um, uh, the two teams that went to the Super Bowl the year prior, right? It was just a one game, you know, probably two minute quarters. Anyways, that's what uh, we did, and. As it relates to self development, I would take those CDs and I would buy those magazines and I would illegally burn. <laughs> this ain't cool either, but but burn Tony Robbins uh, CDs on uh, on on sales and uh, on how to become a better salesperson. Uh, I, I I bought um, John Maxwell um, audio CDs. I I you know when to the internet started rolling around. This is all pre internet, right? Pre YouTube. But and as soon as YouTube came out, I was uh, I was, I was uh, YouTubing every single person that I admire. You know, I wanted to learn about leadership, and so I, I, I started learning about John Maxwell. Um, I wanted to learn about sales, so I, w- I would look up Brian Tracy uh, and now Grant Cardone and all these different people that are masters at what they do. And I had to work on this stuff before I was ever in the position uh, to be able to utilize it. And so what I mean by that was I was learning about leadership, but I wasn't in a position to lead but I was building that inner man. I was building my leadership ability, my influence, um, before I was ever in the position, i.e. my insurance agency, to be able to lead people. And so, just because you're not in that position yet, doesn't mean you shouldn't sharpen those skills. And, one of the biggest things that you do have to work on, um, as 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 it relates to self-development and running a business, is that you better be one hell of a salesperson. If you don't, If you don't master your ability to be able to sell yourself, sell your vision, sell your product or service, uh, running a business is going to be extremely hard for you. You have to be a top world-class, top-notch salesperson because you're not only going to be selling your product, but you're going to have to sell your vision. You're going to have to sell your staff, your team. You're going to have to sell them on why they should work with you. Why should a strong candidate come and work for your company What's in it for them? Like how, like how big is the vision? And, and, and are you able to transfer the vision to another person? Because all sales is, is a transfer of energy. And so can you get other people excited about what you have going on? And so this is what I mean by knowing what, it is you, what, knowing what it is that you want to do, the industry that you want to jump into, and then also making sure that your inner person is ready to take that on, i.e. you better work on your self-development. You better listen to some YouTube videos. You better start paying attention to the people that are in that industry you want to be in, and and figure out what it is that that makes them successful. What it is that makes them, that puts them in the top five percent of that industry? And study the shit out of it. Now, this might be common sense, um, but I'm just reiterating what are some of the things that I did that helped me grow my agency so fast. Um, you know, within two years, we were able to grow my insurance agency to, uh, to about $1.7 million in, in in written premium. And for those that don't understand that, I mean, it's, we grew pretty fast. And one, I worked my fucking ass off. <laughs> uh, but, but two, I had a lot of things in place mentally, spiritually, uh, from a self-development standpoint. My inner person was ready and was prepared for all of this before I ever uh, opened up my doors, and so that's the first one, guys. Is is, is know what it is that you want to do. So self awareness, and and also have that self development before ever opening your business. And self and and, and self development is never ending. So like I said in the beginning, self development is consistent. It's it's you're always gonna have to work on the, on your self development. You're always gonna have to sharpen your skills. You're always gonna have to get around new mentors. You're always gonna have to read and and consume uh, up to date information as it relates to uh, um, what makes somebody a phenomenal leader? What makes somebody really good at marketing? What makes somebody um, you know, so good at sales? So on and so forth. So I hope that makes sense to you guys. Um, number two, the number two thing that you need to have before going into business, and this is a very tangible tip, so I hope you guys really take this, um, and that is to establish solid personal and business credit. Why do you need credit? Um, though this is why, because you don't want... To be in the position to have to, you know, ask people for money or or to get investors involved and things like that. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like there's plenty of successful people that have done it with shit credit and done it with bad credit um, and, and have made that work. But what helped me tremendously and that I don't have to outsource to go to anybody else um, and to pay off, you know, any kind of ridiculous interest rates and things like that is that my, my credit is established. Um, and how I did that was at a very young age, uh, you know, at 18 years old, I got about three regular credit cards uh, and, and, I, and I obviously I took care of them. Um, I, I didn't I didn't uh, utilize them. You know, the, there's there's a thing called the utilization percentage. Right. You don't want to if you have a thousand dollars available to you in credit cards, you never want to utilize more than 30 percent. You don't want to go over 30%. So that means you never want to, you put more than $300 on that credit card and you want to pay it off every single month. And, and then, and after, you know, after you have, uh, after you've done that with that first credit card for three to six months, get a second credit card. And then after you do that with the second credit card, get a third credit card and then cut the first one up. Don't close them out. Don't close the credit card out because that's going to actually negatively affect your score, so on and so forth. Um, I was lucky. I worked in, I worked in a bank, and so I, I really got to understand um, building credit, building solid credit. Uh, and, and I got to see a lot a ton of business owners come in um, and, and, and their businesses are very successful, but they don't know how to manage their accounts. They don't know how to manage their, their credit. They're getting dinged, um, uh, dinged with fees left and right. And this is really hurting them because you're making all this money on one end, but you're losing all this money on the back end. So what's the point of running your business if you're not going to be able to hold on to the money? you got to learn how to manage your money and learn how to build your credit up and build strong credit. Because, um, again, like I said, with having credit, that means you don't have to outsource to anybody. Hey, mom, dad, can you borrow me some money like Uncle Phil? Can you, you No, know, no. It's you have your shit in place and so when you're able when you're when you're in the position to expand or grow your credits in place um, and so cuz i mean i don't know if you guys know this but the bank will only lend you money if you can prove to them that you don't need it and so credit building 101 guys if you're in a position where you're where you have delinquencies and you have a lot of you know help bills and you have shit on your credit those got to get taken care of um, you've got those are pretty much weights that are that are holding your credit back um so those are the first that's the first thing you need to do credit building 101 pay off your delinquencies if you have any charge-offs if you have anything that's that's sold to any debt collection companies you need to give those guys a call and you guys gotta uh figure out a way to to uh to negotiate the price and get them to take that off your credit now i don't uh, i'm not claiming to be a credit expert so by all means if you guys feel it's necessary to get a credit expert you know uh uh a credit consultant to, to help you with that um, by all means go for it um, or just do your own research but i'm just explaining to you that having um having uh, you know grade a credit and, and having lines of credit and having uh, uh things like that help me with my business because you're gonna go you're gonna run into cash flow crunches when you run a business um, that are going to require you to have to borrow for short periods of time, i.e., you receive money from your customers on uh, the 30th, but you got to pay out your staff and pay off, pay off your, your rent and your overhead on the 15th. You gotta, and, and so there might be times where you have to uh, borrow short term, pay off uh, – you know, uh, it, it, it's called having, a, having cash flow. Um, and so there's a, there's a line of credit on the business perspective called cash flow line of credit. And and that helps you during those during those periods. But uh, you have to have your credit established. So my recommendations are: pay off your delinquencies, get yourself at least ten active trade lines, Um, and this is revolving. This is basically credit cards. Get yourself twelve credit cards. If my recommendation is that you don't, uh, that if you can get get ones without an annual fee just up until you can start getting business credit cards, then the annual NO fee um, doesn't really matter because it's a tax write-off, but get yourself 10 active credit cards. 10 active credit cards. <laughs> How many? 10. And this is the reason why. You have to show banks. You have to show lenders. You have to show companies and 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 and, and lenders that I have been responsible with 10 to 20 credit cards or lines of credit and. Um, Basically, 10 pieces of of, of of credit that have been extended to me and I have been responsible with every single one of them. You got to show them that – that, and that's how your credit score is generated. That's why that's created. It's like, hey, this person's responsible. Bam, 800 credit score. This person is not responsible. They suck. <laughs> 610, you know. Uh, and so get yourself 10 active trade lines, 10 – uh, and, and having a car payment is not a bad thing either. I mean, I don't, I don't recommend getting yourself into snow, you know crazy car or anything like that. But, but, but there's two pieces of credit, which is uh, revolving and then also uh, installment. And so when you buy things like a house and you buy things like a car, those are considered installment. Whereas revolving are like credit cards, right? You, you use them and you pay them off. You use them and you pay them off. So start with one credit card. Start with one. You're going to use that bad boy for three to five months. And, and pay that bad boy off every single month. Only use 30% of it. And, and, and when five months, four months pass by, get yourself a second one. And then your third one. And then a fourth one. And then start cutting up the originals too. If you don't need the originals, cut them up so you don't see them, right? But don't close them out because that'll negatively hurt your score um, and, and that'll hurt you. Now, this is my advice as far as building business credit. And this is what I was able to do uh, when I was still working for the bank, and I was a business banker now, I, I got into a whole different position. I knew I was going to leave the bank at some point to open up a business. And so what did I do? Well, I decided to start building my business credit, and I didn't even have a business, and this is how I did it. I opened, you can open up a sole proprietorship under your name, and the, the tax ID number, the EIN number, can be your social And so what happens is the only way to get business credit is to have solid personal credit. It's the only way. It's going to get based 100% off of how your personal credit is. So that's why it's important to have your personal credit established first. And you can get a business credit card and start building up what's called Dun & Bradstreet, which is basically like the business FICO score. Um, You can start building your business credit uh, as soon as you get approved for your very first business credit card. And... Uh, and what's cool is that that's based off of your uh, um, uh, it treats your social like an EIN number, and so that's how what starts building your business credit. So I was able to start building my business credit, and I didn't even own a business. I opened up a sole proprietorship, Nicholas Saka. Right, Used my social as the EIN number. Got approved for a business credit card about five grand. And I used that bad boy, used that bad boy. I didn't even have a business, ladies and gentlemen. But once I started establishing that, I got a second business credit card. And so I re- essentially repeated the same exact process um, on the business side. And this helped me tremendously. So let me explain. Um, you know, After, getting, after ha- uh, launching my business, my insurance agency, I was able to get a, um, a large line of credit um, called the Cash Flow Manager that was basically then and I still use it till this day during during cash flow crunches where I need to pay out um basically essentially for payroll it helps me tremendously so establish your personal credit so then you can in turn turn around and start building your business credit and if you can build your business credit before ever even having a business Mozeltov I think you should do that so um that's what helped me tremendously um this 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 eliminates all needs for for having other parties involved you can run your business 100% on your on your shoulders and you don't have to reach out to any investors anybody and bug nobody else Um, and this is what I 1000% recommend Um, it's helped me tremendously and so if you have any questions on that you guys can feel free to go ahead and reach out to me there um, so the top two things that are going to help you tremendously before getting into business, the first one is self-awareness. What it is you want to do? Self-development. Build your inner person before ever running that business and continuously once you have that business. And two, establish, your, uh, establish solid personal and business credit. Number three, relationships and networking. My first tip here is don't burn bridges, Okay um fortunately i'm in a business where it's a little bit different uh because my product is universal to everybody Um, i'm business to consumer Um, i'm in the insurance industry so by law you have to have my product so it's pretty freaking cool (laughs) because anybody in any environment needs my product and hopefully uh, you guys will get into a business where a lot of people need or want your product Uh, um, however this uh, this is still important even if you're in a B2B, which is business to business, because you're going to need relationships with other um, business owners and vendors and things like that. So, number one, don't burn bridges. Uh, what's helped me with my business tremendously is that in all walks of my life, in all walks, so um, here in high school in Vegas, um, here in uh, college, community college, and then the university, UNLV, um, and then my jobs at Subway, right? I was a sandwich artist for three years, and then my job delivering pizzas, and then my, uh, <laughs> and then working at Sunglass Hut, and then working at Target, like working all these little gigs. Um, I-, I built relationships. When I worked at the bank, I built a shit ton of relationships. And I didn't burn bridges. I I kept cool with everybody. And what this did for me was that after a while, three to six months after being in the insurance industry, people started reaching out to me. I started seeing people that I knew from all these different walks of life on social media, on Facebook. And I would send them a friend request. And I'd message them, hey, what's going on, man? Hope all has been well. Bow. You know, I will like their statuses. I will comment on their pictures. Um, notice how I'm not saying, "Hey, get insurance through me." No, I'm just building a genuine relationship, and and I'm maintaining it. And this is what has helped me grow um, so fast and grow so consistently. Is that um, you know, when people see me on social media, the relationship I've, I've built in a solid relationship where I didn't. It wasn't with any alternative, ulterior motives either. Like I built relationships strictly for the sake of building relationships and being cool with people. Um, and when the time were to, when the time uh, was uh, – when it came the time to where they, they needed my service, my product or service, they reached out to me. And there was a good chance that because I built that relationship that they were willing to, to, to have my product and to, and to support my business. So So don't burn bridges, guys. Uh, My second tip as far as relationship building and networking is activate. So what this means is everywhere you go, talk to people. Say hi. How you doing? (laughs) How you doing? Everywhere you go, just, I mean, just smile. Ask people how their day is going. Build genuine conversations. You know, get to know people. Be that light. You know, a lot of people, um, they're not the happiest, right? And so if you can be that light in someone's life, do it if you can compliment somebody don't hold back you know look for something to compliment on somebody make their day leave an impact um and when and here's something that's very important when you vibe with somebody when you're out and about and you vibe with somebody connect with them exchange phone numbers exchange social medias i would i would argue that exchanging social medias is more important than exchanging business cards. And this is the reason why. When I get a business card, I don't do shit with it. I kind of like my ADD, I kind of mess with the card. I kind of rip it apart and and this, this and that. And I don't ever see it. Sometimes maybe I'll take a picture of it, but nine times out of 10, I'm not going to do anything with that business card, right? Whereas I exchange social medias with somebody, I'm going to see them and their you know their business, and I'm going to see. You know, get to know their personality, get to know their life, and they're going to get to know mine. And, and this really, social media does the relationship building for you, assuming that you put yourself out there, assuming that you're posting content and adding value to people's lives. They're going to get to know you. You're going to cut off that contact because um, it takes on on average they say it takes like nine to twelve contacts to be able to close somebody or sell somebody on something. Well, social media literally cuts that and cuts that in half. Because they get to see you and everything you do, post, or say, whether it's relating to your business or not, is going to build that connection with these people. So anybody that you, when you're out and about and you, and you vibe with somebody, connect with them. Exchange social medias. Um, that does the relationship building for you. And, and, and last but not least, the most important thing is be interested versus trying to be interesting, um, when you 're talking to people when you're when you're when you're connecting with somebody when you 're building a relationship with a stranger, be interested in them and this is what I mean by that. Stop trying to be interesting because too many people are talking about themselves and and when when when're when, when somebody 's talking a lot of times us as human beings we sit there and we we tend to 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 not be present to listen fully absorb what they 're saying and we 're so so focused on what we 're going to say next that we 're not fully taking in what they're saying. And so there's this tip that says when someone's talking, take a three second pause after they're done talking to fully absorb what they were saying and then to then fully develop your response. So that way you fully heard them you fully understood and ask questions like, am I understanding this correctly? You know, you used to be um, in sales for three years. No way, dude, what did you sell? And then bounce that right back onto them, right? Get them talking. Get these people talking. Be interested in them, because there's a story, and I always love. And if you, anybody that knows me, I might have, may or may not have told you this story already, but it's about a guy that goes to a party, and while he's there, he makes it a point to not talk about himself the entire time. And so as he's connecting with people, as he's building relationships with people, they're asking, or he's asking them questions, and. Uh, and as, the, as they get to talking, hold on, hold on. One second, ladies and gentlemen, I want to make sure my camera is still recording. I'm recording this episode here. Pardon me. All right. Uh, sorry, guys, I just had to turn my camera back on here. It's just me in the building here. All right. A guy goes to a party, and he makes it a point that every single person he talks about, he doesn't say one word about himself. He doesn't say one word Hey, what's going on? My name is Nick. How you doing? Oh, you know, my name is Phil. Blah 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 blah. Who do you know here? Oh, I know Jessica. Jessica, hey, Phil, what do you do? Oh, I'm a I'm a broker for uh, uh I'm a real estate broker. No way. How long have you been doing that for? Um, I've been doing it for ten years. Blah 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 blah. This guy's talking. I'm the guy the guy that goes to the party. He's he's just asking him a bunch of questions. And when the when the conversation circles its way back to, to the Nick guy, because it will, if the guys a, you know, if the guy's a halfway uh, of a of a decent human being, he'll ask a question right back. So Nick, what do you do? And oh, I, I I own an insurance agency, but dude, tell me, um, did you go to school for for real estate, or you know, how did you do that? And I and he bounces the question right back on to these people. Right? Am I making sense here? He bounces the question right back. So, so so practice this. Next time you guys are out and you're building a relationship with somebody, ask them a bunch of questions. And when they ask you a question, answer it quickly. But get right back to asking them questions. Don't sit there and start talking about yourself. Because the truth is nobody cares. <laughs> the harsh reality is that no people don't care. People don't care about what you say. People care about how much you care about them and what they've got going on. So listen. Listen to what people have to say. Listen to what people are going through. Listen to what they do for a living and spend that entire conversation 90% talking about them and 10% answering their questions, but bounce it right back to them. It's like hot potato. As soon as they pass you the ball, pass that ball right back to them and start asking them questions. Make sense? At the end of the party, what peop- what, what the people that knew that Nick guy, and I hate to use my own name. I shouldn't have used Nick. That's a bad example, but... <laughs> At the end of that party, the people are like, that guy is so interesting. That guy was a really cool guy. I really like that guy. And he's and they perceived him, that person that was asking all the questions and barely talking about himself. They perceived that guy to be super interesting. And they don't know nothing about him. So that's what I mean by be interested versus interesting. You know, if you're the guy that's that's talking about what you have going on, I mean... Nobody cares. Spend a lot. Spend ninety percent of the conversation asking questions, genuine questions, building people up, complimenting them, and really listening to what they have going on. You will build an ally. You will build a business partner. You will build a strong relationship um, with these people if you can genuinely give a shit about others. And so. Don't burn bridges, activate everywhere you go. exchange social media platforms, exchange social media information um, you know comment engage with these people you know be interested in what they have going on and 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 everywhere else you go, be interested um because that'll make you a hell of a lot more interesting than you know it and so these are my three tips guys I hope and hope and hope that uh that it adds some value um, if you guys have any questions. Um, These are the three things that seriously helped me. Um, It just, it helped me so much with my business and I'm so grateful, I'm so blessed with how fast my agency has been able to grow. I've got some top notch salespeople in this organization um, and and I love pouring into them and helping them uh, with the same information. Like these guys are gonna take off and run and do their own business someday and and it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be extremely proud. Um, You know, I'm, I'm just excited. Uh, uh For the growth that i 'm yet to experience um, that i 'm going to experience i 'm getting i 'm getting ready to open up a second insurance agency so business is booming and, and these were the three things that that I just became obsessed with um, especially self development and relationships um, the business credit was you know i just understood that you know because of my banking background and it just helped me tremendously um and and but uh but self development i 'm still pulling up youtube videos i 'm still I'm still constantly um, reading books, um, 15 minutes a day if I can. I keep my books by the shitter. So, <laughs> so I mean, I try to stay productive, um, you know, any, everywhere I'm at. When I'm doing my cardio at the gym, I'm pulling up podcasts. I'm pulling up audio books. Um, and, and I'm connecting. I'm activating everywhere I go. I'm trying to build relationships with people, um, you know. And, and these relationships are going to follow you. You know, in any industry that you're in. So just because you're in an industry right now where you don't really say uh, say you don't the industry that you're in isn't really uh, building relationships isn't important. Well, that doesn't mean that you're going to start a business someday and that those relationships won't be important for that business later. So no matter where you're at right now, these relationships will follow you. So make sure uh, make sure that you're out there. You're connecting um and so I think that's all I've got, guys. If you listen this far, thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate your, your attention. Um, uh, you can always uh, let's, let's check, out and check into our other uh, episodes that we have going on um, in, in either iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, if you're interested in getting any apparel, you can go to barbellsbriefcases.com. That's barbellsbriefcases.com. Um, If you love this podcast, leave a five-star review. Please subscribe, share it with a friend. Um, If you didn't like it, leave some some constructive feedback. I'll take that too, baby. (laughs) But anyways, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Peace.